Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ Radio. I am so excited to have you tuning in today. For those I don't know, my name is Ashley Pope Todorova. I am the founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and we are just so grateful to be here producing our show live on Tuesdays. It is so exciting to be able to do that. And we air every weekend on Faith Talk Atlanta on Sundays. So we are just so grateful that you are tuning in. Um, If you are popping in and maybe you're new, we would love if you would share the ministry because this is how we reach ladies for Jesus Christ. So feel free to hit the share button if you're tuning in today live. We produce this live on Tuesdays um, at noon. So if you are listening on Faith Talk um, to this broadcast and you would like to um, join the conversation and be a part of the live production of this show, uh, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at noon uh, where we do produce this through our YouTube and Facebook page. So I just want to thank our incredible ministry sponsors at AnyPest for all that they have made possible in the life of this ministry and this show. They're our incredible show sponsors. Uh, Maybe you're new and you want to know how you can connect better with Ladies Who Love Christ. We would love to have you go to ladieswholovechrist.com That is our website. It is a great place to just see what's happening in the life of our ministry. We are a teaching ministry, a women's teaching ministry that offers year-round live online Bible studies and many teachings and resources to help you grow in your walk with Jesus Christ. So be sure to pop by the page. You can also subscribe to Ladies Who Love Christ on all major podcast platforms. You can find us on YouTube. If you are watching this live broadcast, you will see the producers pull up our awesome YouTube page. Um, I designed these episodes to be almost like a mini Bible study. It is so important for us as ladies who love Christ to go to the Word of God, to study His Word, um, to immerse in the Scriptures. If you've been around ladies who love Christ for any moment of time, you will hear me say um, that there's nothing more important that we'll ever do than develop intimacy with Jesus Christ. Christ and spend time in his word. So with all of that being said, that was a mouthful. I am so excited for today's topic. We are going to be talking about abiding in Christ. What does it truly mean to abide in Christ? Now, every episode, I give you some questions that I want you to keep at the forefront of your mind. I want you to look for these um, uh, answers per se throughout the episode, but also throughout scripture when you're studying on your own. So today we're going to unpack what does it really mean? What does it truly mean to abide in Christ in today's culture? How can we abide in Christ in today's culture? How can we be sure that we're purposeful to remain in him? You see, ladies, if you're not purposeful to remain in him, if you're not diligent to remain in him, it is so easy to fall away. So we are going to unpack what that looks like a little bit deeper today. How can we be sure that we are purposeful to remain in him? And then 
what does it truly mean, as I spoke about earlier, to abide in Christ? So first, uh, let me give you the definition of abide so that you really understand. This is actually a very rich word, and I, I love it. I love looking up words in the Hebrew and the Greek, and I encourage you, ladies, to do the same um, because you will learn so much more than just reading without really um, putting thought into it. So abide means to live, to live, to continue, I'm sorry, to continue, got tongue tied there, to continue or to remain in. To abide in means to dwell in and to remain in. So essentially, ladies, to abide in Christ is to live in him, to live in him, to remain in him, to dwell in him. Right. I always talk about digging deep roots at Ladies Who Love Christ, digging deep roots. That is abiding in Christ. Right. Remaining in him, living in him. So today, if you are tuning in via the live produ uh, produce show, I would love if you would take notes. If you are tuning in via Faith Talk, come back, um, find us on all major podcast platforms, make a study out of it. But I'm very clear here to give you several points for your own personal study time. The first thing about abiding and the first thing that we need to know is to abide in Christ is to know Christ. We cannot remain in and live in and dwell in someone that we do not know, right? That, that is the first essential foundational component is that to abide in Christ, we are to know him. We are to know his word. So ladies, if you are flipping through scriptures today, I would love for you to turn to 1 John 2 verses 5 and 6. And I'm going to read that to you. It says, but whoever keeps his word truly in him, the love of God is made complete. This is how we know we are in him. The one who says he remains in him should walk just as he walked. So scripture is very, very clear there. When you read that verse again, whoever keeps his word truly in him, the love of God is made complete. So it's saying, to, to, to abide in, to dwell in, to live in, is to keep his word. The one who says that he remains in him should walk just as he walked. That means essentially, ladies, that we cannot say we are abiding in Christ and we are believing on the name of Christ, but there is no heart change. There is no life change. There is no change in our um, uh, way that we live our lives, right? So essentially, that is the first thing is to know Christ, is to abide in him. The second point from this particular passage that I really like is John equates remaining in the Father and the Son to having eternal life. So in this passage, remaining in, dwelling in, living in, that is essentially remaining in the Father and Son and having eternal life. If you are opening the word of God today, I would love for you to turn to 1 John chapter 2, verses 24 and 25. And I'm going to read that to you. It says, what you have heard from the beginning is to remain in you. It is to remain in you. If what you have heard from the beginning remains in you, then you will remain in the Son and the Father. And this is the promise that he himself made to us, 
eternal life. Those two precious words that because of Christ, we can have eternal life, but attached to that is abiding in, remaining in, living in, dwelling in the Father and the Son. Now, there's a very important point here that if you're not paying close attention, you might miss. And that's why I'm really, really big about explaining these verses in detail. It's a doctrinal point, okay, in these two passages. And here it is. One cannot claim to know God the Father. Listen close. One cannot claim to know God the Father without accepting and embracing God the Son, Jesus Christ. Now, doctrinally, that is a thing that is being challenged in today's world. You will hear these messages of the the universal God that no matter what, apart from Christ, right? And we know this is not true as a believer in Jesus, that that there's this universal God and, and this universal God has nothing to do with Jesus. We know that that is false. Scripture is extremely clear and vital, that there's one way to the Father, and that's through the Son. So to remain in and dwell in means you're remaining in and dwelling in the Father through the Son, Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords, Messiah. It means anointed one, right? So that's an extremely important thing to to sort of take us into today's teaching on abiding and what it really means. So simplistically, ladies, very simplistically, To abide in Christ points to an intimate and a close relationship, not just a superficial acquaintance, not just just somebody that you you go to when you need something, not just a relationship that is top layer superficial, but a deep, intimate, close relationship. That is what it is. It means that, that it is not a relationship where we just check all of the boxes. We just check the boxes to say we've done this, we volunteered, we showed up, we went to church without any heart change, without any transformation. The word transformation means to make completely new. And we are transformed, right, through our relationship with Jesus Christ. We are no longer the same. When you abide in and rest in and dwell in the presence of the the Holy Father, our holy and righteous and sovereign Father, you cannot help but have an intimate, deep relationship. It means learning what it means to dwell in and to rest in and to immerse in his truth. It means that all of a sudden, ladies, as we prepare for break, the things that we we once directed our lives towards, the efforts that we once um, used Um, or I should say the things that we once directed our efforts towards in pursuance of change, that we now want everything to bring glory and honor to our Father, right? And that is what it means to abide. To abide is to dwell. It is to live in. It is to remain in. It is to have an intimate and close relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And there is no greater thing sweet ladies who love Christ. There's no greater thing than that. So as we prepare to go to break, I am so glad that you have tuned in. Maybe you're listening on Faith Talk and you want to be a part of the live production. Please pop on over Tuesdays at noon where we live produce our show. Thank you so much to our incredible ministry sponsors at Any Pest. We'll be back after the break. 
for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this. My name is Ashley Poptodorova, founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and I want to tell you about my good friends at AnyPest. With five-star reviews, safety protocols in place, and over 30 years in business, they are the absolute best for all of your pest control needs. If you are dissatisfied with your current company, call my friends at AnyPest today. Visit AnyPest.com. We're back. This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. So welcome back. Maybe you're tuning in and you're listening on Faith Talk. My name is Ashley Pope Todorova. I am the founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and we are so glad that you found our radio program. Maybe you are tuning in live on Tuesdays at noon. We live produce this show, and it airs every weekend on Faith Talk Atlanta. It is also up on all major podcast platforms, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, wherever you like to listen to your favorite broadcasts. So do us a favor, hit the share button, share our podcast. We love that. Subscribe, and you can also pop on over to YouTube where we have all of our teachings, all of our episodes archived almost as a mini um, Bible study for you. So today we are talking about what it means to abide in Christ. What does that mean? And before the break, I was just sharing the definition so that we can really understand this. The definition of abide, it is to dwell in, to remain in, to live in Christ. And we were talking about how important it is to abide in Christ, to build an intimate and deep relationship with him. Not a relationship that checks all of the boxes, not a relationship that just says, I did this, I did this, I did this. But it's a relationship in which you have literally come before the presence of the king and you are changed. You are transformed, right? Transformed means to make a new thing. You are no longer the old. The old has gone and the new has come. And that is because Jesus Christ, that is because of Jesus Christ. But it's also because we know what it means to abide in him and to really, really remain in him. So I love John chapter 15. John chapter 15 truly does go in depth into what it means to remain in Christ. This is the seventh I am statement of of Christ. I am the true vine. Now, when you read true vine, if you're reading without really trying to understand, you'll just, you'll miss it. But if you look up true, the word true and truth in the Greek, it means genuine and authentic. He is saying, I am the genuine and authentic vine. I am the true vine, right? Jesus covers in this this rich, rich chapter what it means to abide in him. So I'm going to read John chapter 15, verses four through seven to you today. It says, remain in me and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself, unless it remains in the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. The one who remains in, abides in, dwells in me and I in him produces much fruit. Now listen close. I love this line because you can do nothing without me. 
scripture so clear, because you can do nothing without me. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. They gather them, they throw them in the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. Okay, so th these passages are so rich. The first point that we can garner from this is that without this vital, uh, without the vital union that salvation provides, ladies, there can be no life. There can be no productivity. This is the eternal life that we, as as believers in Christ, gain because of Jesus Christ and only Jesus, the name of Jesus. And we come to him and we abide in him and we dwell in him out of a pure heart that wants to know him, that wants to build that relationship with him. So aside from this union, this vital, vital union of us remaining in Christ, okay, and the salvation that it provides, there can be no life or productivity. That's why it's so clear that these branches wither and they die and they're thrown in the fire and they burned. What that what that's saying is there's nothing good in them. There's no fruit in them. There's no fruit in them at all. Now, I want to unpack this doctrinally today here on the show so you understand. John 15, 6. John 15, 6. I'm going to read that to you again. I actually have the word of God open right here. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. They gather them, throw them in the fire, and they are burned. John 15, 6 is not saying that we lose our salvation. The Bible is extremely clear um, that salvation comes by grace through faith. Read Galatians 3, verses 2 and 3. In your study time this week, we're not going to unpack that deeper. I want you to do that because I want you to learn to be proactive to grow in the word, right? But salvation comes by grace through faith. And uh, that is just a vital, vital thing to understand. But ladies, to abide in him, to abide in him is to, to sit in his presence, to not check all the boxes, to build intimacy with him, to realize that apart from him, apart from Jesus, there is no life. There is no productivity. Jesus is the true, true, genuine, and authentic. That's what it means in the Greek. One and only Messiah and Father, right? The Messiah, the anointed one. You live in a world that wants you to think that there are multiple ways to heaven. You live in a world that wants you to think that you can believe on any name and you're, if you're a good person, no, scripture's extremely clear about these things, that it is through Jesus Christ, through faith and belief in him, that we gain eternal life. The next point is those of us who dwell in and remain in and abide in him are truly saved. We have a real vital connection to the Savior. Those who do not abide in him are essentially, as hard as this may sound, otherwise unsaved pretenders, right? Who draw, who draw no life from him. See, listen, for a while, Peter and Judas seemed identical in their walk with Jesus, did they not? But in the end, we see that Peter was attached to the vine and, and Judas was not. Judas was not. So this is saying, Ladies, that we as believers in Christ, um, we are living a transformed life. You no longer take joy in 
the things of the world that that are simply empty promises, but that we set our focus on Christ, everything we do, everything we say, everything we think, where he has placed us in our vocation and our location, where he has placed us in our lives. And everything we do, our purpose is to bring glory and honor to his name. See, a Christian apart from Christ, without the provision of God, cannot live a Christ-like life and bring glory and honor to God. A Christian, apart from Christ, without the provision of God, doing what only he can, cannot live a Christ-like life and bring glory and honor to God. Our life should not be a self-righteous life, ladies. Our life should not be a life that is to bring um, any recognition to us, but to throw everything back as a form of worship to our holy and sovereign and righteous Father. That is what we are to do. We are to point to his righteousness through abiding in him. It is not about bringing glory to ourselves. It's about bringing glory and honor to Jesus Christ, to his beautiful name, to him that we no longer stand in agreement with the things of the world, but we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We don't stand in agreement with those things. We keep our focus on Christ. We take the time to study his word, God's will. Do not miss this. God's will is revealed in his word. To say that you want to know God's will, but you do not take that diligent, proactive time to spend in the scriptures, you will not know his will. You will not know his precepts. You will not know his promises. This is why it's important that, like I taught about last night, I'm actually authoring and teaching um, the gospel of John at Ladies Who Love Christ right now. You're welcome to jump in in the middle of that. But this is what I was teaching last night about this very thing, that apart from that transformation, and that life change, there is no fruit. So here are some proofs of abiding in Christ. The saved will continue their walk with Jesus. We will continue despite oppositions, despite the pain, despite the things that we know we are going to go through in this world. We will continue to walk with Jesus and we will continue our walk in him. Revelation 2.26 says, the one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end to him, I will give authority over the nations until the end. There's a persistence. There's a perseverance. There's a pushing through there, right? You'll see that. The next point is that God will complete his work in them. And I love this. I love this. Write the scripture down. If you are participating in the live produce show, write this down. Philippians 1, 6 says, and I am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ, that the work he starts in you, he will finish. But attached to that is abiding in and remaining in and dwelling in him. It's keeping our eyes focused on him. It's saying I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. And everything that touches your life, be it good or bad, mountaintop moments or valleys, everything is to bring glory and honor to his name. That is a life, ladies. It just makes me smile so big. That is a life that abides in him. And then the third point here that I'm covering um, to show some proofs of abiding in Christ is they will produce much fruit. They will. A life that remains in Jesus is a life that bears much fruit. 
not spoiled rotten fruit of this world that never satisfies, but fruit that is eternal, fruit that is lasting, fruit that through your transformation because of Jesus Christ alone, people around you experience that transformation and change because they call on his name. That is a life that is producing fruit, luscious fruit that is evident of a holy and a righteous and a sovereign, which means in complete authority and complete control, Savior and Father. I love John 15, 5. I am the vine. You are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him will produce much fruit because you can do nothing without me. Scripture so incredibly clear. Jesus is saying you can do nothing apart from me. Jesus is the true vine, the genuine vine, the authentic vine. Us, the believers who call on his name, his followers, us, we are the branches. That's who we are, right? And we are to remain in him. And the gardener is the father, right? And everything that he begins in us, he is faithful to complete. Such a beautiful imagery here to model how we are to be and live like as a believer, and what it really means to abide in Christ. As we end today's show, to abide in Christ means we take joy in the things that bring him joy, and we avoid those evil things of the world that do not line up. We cannot call on the name of Jesus and live in sin. We cannot call on the name of Jesus and think we can dabble in the things of this world. We are in the world. We are not of the world. Obedience to his commands. Follow the examples of Jesus Christ. Live free from habitual sin. 1 John 3, 16, no one who abides in him, who remains in him, right? Who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him, okay? Transformation, that the old is gone and the new has come. That, sweet ladies, is what it means to abide in Christ. I encourage you to go back to John chapter 15. Make a study of that. Pop into the middle of our Ladies Who Love Christ Gospel of John Bible Study. I'm authoring and teaching that. And we're so glad to have you here today. If you are tuning in on Faith Talk, make sure you join us Tuesdays at 12 noon as we produce the show live. And again, I cannot let this show end without thanking our incredible, incredible ministry and show sponsors, Any Pest. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries.